Welcome to Mad Lit Musings, a podcast with Jamie Jo Wright, where we go deeper and ask the tough and dangerous questions. Today's episode is sponsored by Ravel and Bethany House Publishers, which are divisions of Baker Publishing Group. Find out more at bakerpublishinggroup.com. Hello, everyone. It is Jamie Jo Wright here with Madlet Musings. And I'm super excited today. We have a new guest with us who has not been on the show before, um, but I'm really excited to chat with her. I have with me today Cindy Sproles, um, who's an author for Ravel Publishing. And she writes a book that just is releasing here in June, um, an Appalachian life novel. So welcome to the show. Well, thanks for having me. I appreciate you taking the time to have me. Oh, absolutely. So tell us for readers who um, maybe not be familiar with you and your books, tell us just a little bit about your books and what you write and who you are as an author. I write Appalachian Historical. It's uh, something that I've done for the last 20 years and uh, something I feel very passionate about because I don't think uh, our younger children are learning a lot about the Appalachian Mountains and the value um, of the the lifestyle there, mm-hmm. uh, both in, in historical forms and also current day. So I'm kind of passionate about that. I want people to know uh, about the culture here and uh, about the pe- people here. So the stories are a little hard, but life in the mountains was not hard or was not easy, was hard, right. not easy. <laughs> so that's me. That's what I do. That's awesome. I love that. And so tell us a little bit about the book. This is where it ends. Is it a, is it a standalone mm-hmm. book or is it part of a series or where, where are we coming to with this book? This is where it ends. It's a standalone book. All of my books are Appalachian based, but they are all standalone books. So this book is about a 94 year old woman, uh, something that I have not tackled before. Um, I worked for a company for 20 plus years called Comfort Keepers and Comfort Elderly. So um, I got the opportunity to spend a lot of time uh, both in the office and outside of the office with a lot of our elderly people and and them and such wisdom Um, and I'm telling you if you sit down with them and talk great stories Mm -hmm. Um, and so this this book uh, comes out of a compilation of past clients that I've known and Mm -hmm. fam Minerva Jane Jane and Minerva is not part of my family (laughs) but she's a compilation of a bunch of different people Uh, and the story premise behind this book is how long do you keep a promise to you Mm. Um, because in the mountains when you you gave your word to somebody when you made a promise that that was your word and so you so that's what the story is about a promise that she makes to her dying husband and one she regrets having made. Mm. Uh, So that's what the story is about. Wow. And that's, you know, that's one of the things that also seems to be getting lost with time is not just the history of Appalachia, but also um, 
in in generations and culture as a whole that standing by your word and um being willing to keep your promises and the integrity that goes behind that so tell me a little bit about what you um explored when you wrote that story and the concepts behind keeping your word and how important that is well, I always tend to get a title long before I get the story, <laughs> okay. but um, I, I don't know. I think the story kind of came from um, elderly people. Plus also my own mom is 96. She'll be 97 this year. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, uh, you know, when they tell you something and they give you their word on something, they stick to it. Um, and I think uh, a lot of this lady came from, um, from just knowing that uh, a lot of those clients that we worked with or that I've worked with in the past, and even my mom and my own grandmother, um, they they held great value in what they said. And they expected that integrity from me as well. You know, so if, if you say you're going to do something, then I expect you to do it. And I think that that's kind of run on down into my own children. <laughs> um, and, and probably not a bad thing for all of us to do. It seems like this day and time, uh, the integrity of our word has faltered. And yeah. uh, we don't seem to, we don't seem to put much, much value in it at all. Um, so, you know, we say I promise, I make a promise and we don't really uh, think right. about you know, well, what are you making a promise about? And mm-hmm. this is something that really willing to keep a promise. How often do we say to our friends when we're talking, oh, please don't say anything about that. And then right. we say, oh, I promise I won't. And the next thing we know, we're doing it, <laughs> you know? And so <clears throat> um, there's a lot of things that um, some of the people that I work with would never, would never give up because they right. made a promise. Yeah. And how long do you keep that promise? How long do you that word wow it's such an interesting it's such an interesting premise when you really think about that um we I was watching a television show the other night and it was just you know it's it's me so it's a crime television show but one of the detectives you know (laughs) one of the the family members had gone missing and the detective looks at the spouse or boyfriend or whoever it was and said we're gonna find her I promise I promise you I'll find her and I actually had the thought without even knowing this podcast was coming. How do you make a promise like that? Because as a family member, I would be like, you can't keep that. You That's not a promise. It's empty. You know, it doesn't have the oomph behind it because you can't promise you're going to find somebody if they're missing. Um, so I love the promise of this book. Yeah. It's, it's Yeah, cool. it's not something I think, I don't think we take it. Yeah, I don't think that we take it to heart, you know, anymore um, when we when we think about things like that or when we make comments like that. And uh, and you're right. That's trust you. Yeah. Um, So we need to put a little bit more thought into that. Absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) All the way around. (laughs) For sure. So the. the book centers around this woman. She has a promise. She's wondering how long to keep it. Now, is it a spoiler if I ask what the promise is that she's made or what can you tell us about that? <laughs> no, it's not a spoiler. <laughs> no, it's not a spoiler. Okay. In fact, you don't find out till the very end of the book. So, okay. She has a box. Um, 
that her husband gave her. And uh, from the time they were married, and see, this is another thing in the Appalachian Mountains. Back then, um, a wife was very submissive to her husband as far as uh, not asking a lot of questions and, you know, doing what was expected of her. So they got married very young. And uh, when he said, we're moving away, she didn't argue with him. That was what she did as a good wife. So mm -hmm. they move away. Uh, and in this box, he never really tells her anything. She says, what's in the box? And he'll say gold. But she never asked any other questions about mm -hmm. it because as a good wife, you don't. You right. know, back did. So when he dies, he um, tells her, please keep the secret. Please doesn't really open the box again because again, you know, this is what you do as a good wife. You trust what you're doing. Mm -hmm. And uh, so she doesn't really open the book again or the box again. She keeps a secret that she really doesn't know a hundred percent what yeah. the secret is uh and so as the story develops people come looking for the gold and so then as the story goes along then you actually find out what's in the box and the sad thing about this story it is a heart-wrenching kind of a heart-wrenching story it was one that i wanted to tell because i wanted people to start to pay attention to our elderly people i wanted Amen. them to to spend the time with them because in this country alone, <laughs> we are this. We are probably the lowest on the totem pole as far as how we care for our seniors. Mm. Most cultures bring their seniors into their homes and mm -hmm. care for them until they pass away. We yeah. do the opposite. We send them away from us, and then we kind of tend to forget about them. Mm. And um, so I wanted people to pay attention to the people that they love and yeah. spend time with those people to get to know the mm -hmm. things that go on in their lives, mm -hmm. um, to find out the little secrets that they, they might not tell mm -hmm. <laughs> normally. Mm -hmm. So um, that was why I said, I wanted, because I wanted you to walk away and look, look at, oh, your own grandmother or your own parents. Yeah. My, like yeah. I said, my mother's 90, 97 this year. I spent a lot of time with her because I know those days are numbered at 97. Right. right. Yeah. Um, I have just one brother. So, mm -hmm. you know, it's a valuable time to spend and they are, they are so worth it. Mm -hmm. um, you know, to know what they've taught us and passed along to us. Yeah. So in this story, um, Minerva Jane finds out a lot of things as she, as her life is ending and mm -hmm. things that she has to work through and, and, uh, things that are disappointing to her and kind of heart-wrenching to her. Um, but overall, she finds peace, uh, you know, at the end. So I wanted people to, I wanted people to feel that love yeah. and the importance of not leaving mm -hmm. our saints by themselves, understanding that they have mm -hmm. secrets that they keep. <laughs> And I need Absolutely. to know they need to spill those secrets. Get them out. Right, right, right. <laughs> no, you know, it's interesting that you you bring that topic up. I've always um, I was raised where our my grandma and grandpa and some of the seniors in our church would come to our house for all the different holidays because they didn't have anywhere else to go. And um, so I grew up where holidays were a time you spent with the elderly, for lack of a better 
way of explaining it. And mm-hmm. the stories that came down from that. And um, my, my grandma would love to sit down and share the family tree. And my mom passed away two years ago now. And I was going through some things with my dad and it was old papers and old photographs. And my grandma had penciled certain names here and certain names there. And my dad's like, all of this is lost. And he's like, I don't know what any of this is. And I'm like, I do. I do. Cause I knew, I knew <laughs> the, pa- I listened. You take the stuff. <laughs> I listened. Um. <laughs> yes. That's right. And it was so neat because I was able to share. Yeah, we have I mean, you know, in our family when we we my mom ended up because for her health, not that I didn't want her here in my home or my brother didn't want her in his home, right. but for her health and safety, she was best in assisted living mm-hmm. where that she had that immediate care mm-hmm. if she needed it. And, and, and though she is healthy in a lot of ways, there's ways that she is not. Mm-hmm. And, and so my brother and I've spent a lot of time doing just what you said, like there's albums of pictures and we've been kind of going through them saying, who is that? Who is that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and jotting that down because I know eventually right. my mother is the last one. She has outlived all of her brothers and sisters, mm-hmm. her parents, and now she's outliving her friends. And yeah. so if we don't jot that stuff down, we aren't going to, you know, we're, it's going to be like, okay, I guess we toss that in the trash. Cause we don't know who it is, you know, right. who is that? Right. Exactly. So yeah, it, it's good that you do that. Yay. I'm proud of you. <laughs> you know, I'm proud of me too. <laughs> oh, fun. Oh. Well, let's take a quick break. And then when we come back, um, I'd like to ask you a few more questions. I love this conversation that we have going on. So We'll just continue to explore it when we come back. Are you enjoying today's broadcast with our featured author? You can find out more about them and other authors from Baker Publishing Group at bakerbookhouse.com. Use code MADLIT40 for 40% off any one Baker Publishing Group title at bakerbookhouse.com. This also includes Ravel and Bethany House Publishing. Go over fast. It's MADLIT40. That's your magic code for 40% off any one Baker Publishing Group title. All right, we are back here at Madlit Musings, and I have with me today, I have Cindy Sprouls, and we're talking about her book, This Is Where It Ends. It's an Appalachian life novel, and we've been talking about the value of the wisdom that the older generation brings to our lives and the stories, um, the legacy that they instill in us and the value that that has. So do you touch on your book to on this the the spiritual legacy of generations as well um because i know that was a huge thing for me with my grandma and her spiritual legacy of faith that she left me yeah well that's the cool thing about appalachian historical because you know here in the mountains where we live uh we're in the bible belt and um even back in those in in the 1800s um religion was always very important part of the life here in the appalachian and sometimes it might have been a little convoluted, you know, because mm-hmm. of education um, or the lack of education, I guess. But the fact remains um, that most people, most of the, the mountain people are very, uh, they're very respectful of God and they, they appreciate mm. God and they pray continually mm. and they respect. And 
come in prayer. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she does, um, she gets a little upset with God at one point. Uh, and, and she wants to understand, I don't get this. You know, <laughs> I've done everything I should have done. Um, mm-hmm. I don't get why, you know, this is happening. And, and she will tell God frequently, I guess this is you throwing stuff back in my face, you know. Oh. Um, and I put it that way because that is how we think. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't always, uh, I think sometimes as Christian writers, we like to put the good side of God out there. Well, of course, there's no bad side to God, but <laughs> we like know, to put I, only yeah. the things that he does in our behalf. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we don't put the things out there where that, yes, we prayed. Yes, God answered our prayer, but he didn't answer the prayer the way I thought it should be answered. Right. Uh, and so those people who may not be Christians are looking at us going, you know, how's that mm-hmm. happen? <laughs> right. So. Um, yes, there is this the religious value that 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 stems through it, through her prayer, through the fact that there are times that she questions, how come? You know, mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't get this. And um, and that she doesn't understand. So she banters back and forth a little bit with God and, on trying to understand why these things happen the way they do. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, yeah, there's that strength of that in there um, that. to make make sure that people understand. Mm-hmm. you know that there is um there is that spiritual effect that love that god does have for us that we don't always understand mm-hmm. the greater picture mm-hmm. well and i love that you're showing that struggle with a 94 year old character too um because that faith journey goes all the way until we meet the lord face to face it does <laughs> When I was little, I used to pray for the day that I would become an adult and I would no longer, I literally thought once you're an adult, I'm no longer afraid of things because my grandma and my mom always seemed so strong. And then I get to be an adult. I'm like, well, that didn't work out right. (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) Like I'm still afraid and now it's worse. (laughs) Yeah. Our Christian walk never stops. And I, I know. I kind of get a, a, it's kind of one of my pet peeves in church. You know, it's like you get to a certain age in church and now all of a sudden people start saying, I've served my time. Well, mm. first of all, were you in prison? You know, right. secondly, you know, your time never ends. You know, your call, your call as Christian never ends. Yeah. And, um, and so I think with this story, I, I like for my characters to see, they may not, they may not always understand what God is doing in their lives. Mm-hmm. But they are at least um, receptive enough that yeah. they they're willing to hear him out, mm. and you know, willing to figure it out. And yeah, it was kind of different to do this with a ninety-four-year-old woman. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll, I'll tell you a real quick story that I I'm not sure it's a hundred percent. When I was working with temper keepers, there was a gentleman. And that was, uh, he turned 102 and it snowed the day that he turned turned 102. And I had the privilege of um, getting to take the place of the caregiver who couldn't get to him in the snow. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I went to him to help take care of him. And he was one of those little, there's a little seam down the middle where he pressed it. He still put on his little bow tie every day. And so um, I asked him you're 102 today. And he said, yep, I am. And I said, can you tell me in 102 years, you've seen the industrial age, right? Everything, you know, 
running water <laughs> indoor bathroom the whole washing machine what what would you say in all this time has been the most valuable thing uh, mm. that you've seen happen over, over and he said without a doubt toilet paper yeah. <laughs> and so <laughs> Great wisdom very. there is in that. <laughs> very great you're, you're, wisdom in that. I love it. Yeah. But the thing is, outside of that, he said, I I think that the one thing on the other side of on the other side of the spectrum that I've learned is that over 102 years people have never changed. And mm. and and we seem to not learn by consequence. Yeah, right. we 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 tem we temporarily learn by consequence. Yeah, and you know what what insight you know. And so for this little mm -hmm. lady, you know she has been faithful all of her life. Uh, she has believed in God all of her life, but she didn't expect. And then that promise keeps coming back. And if I just let go of that promise. <laughs> I might find out a little bit more. And yeah. so, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of a neat thing, but yeah, yeah my little man yeah. was funny. He was like, oh, <laughs> I love that. You're waiting for this really wise insight from a 102 year old man. Toilet paper. <laughs> Toilet paper. Yeah. Uh, but he, he's right. I mean, yeah. you know, we, we only tend, people only tend to learn temporarily from consequence. Absolutely. And then we backtrack and do the same thing again. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, so, you know, wisdom within that, wisdom yeah. within that. Absolutely. Cindy, this sounds like a great book. Um, I'm anxious to read it. I think it will be um, a wonderful addition to all the bookshelves out there. Um, and if, and you've written quite a few other books too. So if readers, if readers want to find out more about you, um, where do they go to find out more about you, sign up for newsletters, etc. cetera? Uh, you can go visit me on my website, which is www.cindysproles.com. And it's S-P-R-O-L-E-S. -E I always sing that because you're too young to remember far full of the dog, the Nestle's quick dog, but S-P-R-O-L-E-S. <laughs> you can go to my website. <laughs> go to my website there and find out uh, everything that you need to know. My books are listed there. Um, there. Baker just gave me a, an excerpt of this book so um i will be able to post that pretty soon so that'll that'll be available on the website all that is awesome. there so awesome all right cindy this has been this is yeah definitely this has been so much fun um and i wholeheartedly love the concept that you're bringing out in this book about the value of those who are older and the stories they can tell and the secrets they hold and I'm anxious to find out more about this box <laughs> and the promise that she's made. So thank you so much for being part of the podcast. <laughs> Thanks for having me, Jamie. I appreciate it.
Thank you for listening to Madlit Musings. You can find out more information about Madlit and all that it has to offer at madlitmentoring.com. That's madlitmentoring.com. Or check out more about Jamie Jo Wright at jamiewrightbooks.com.